Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. Man, it is Holy Week. Mm-hmm. And in mm. case you don't know what I'm talking about, Holy Week is the week before Easter. The week between Palm Sunday and Easter, which is where we are right now. That's right. Um, and chances are you're, you're listening. Yeah, and chances you're are living to it at a different time. We we are there. We're right that's where we are. Okay, yeah. and that's what matters. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, that was time is relative. Selfish. Um. Anyway, um, we got to talk last week about Saul being anointed. Yep, that was a fun sermon, right? Uh, I yes. thought so. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't. So I didn't know that you were going to do the anointing thing. So uh, yes. Yes. All of a sudden, that basket of like towels and the yeah. oil is up there, and I was like, uh, "Does someone know? Is it true? Is like, what, drink what are we? Then? What are yeah. we doing?" I just um, thought Chris had a sore throat. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> drink but that was oil. that was great, and uh, you know, those guys handled it real well. <laughs> okay, I got to tell you, I got a feedback from More. them later. Huh? Mm. Keep going from Jordan and Jordan was like, Hey, just at the end of the day. So you'll know, here's some other things that being anointed means. Oh, great. He's like, one, you can, even after you wash it out of your hair, you continue to feel it like this. But the main one, I, I think that was him saying that, but the main one he pointed out was you smell it. Like you hold that, that scent is now there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's there for a mm-hmm. while and you're thinking about it and it's con you're constantly being reminded of it all day. And everyone who gets close to you, Yes. Is aware like, of it. Hey, so it's not like like I was thinking about. And so that salt, was and that was just olive oil. That was just olive oil with some. Uh, there was a a yeah I can't kind of a barky yeah a different but it, it was, was it, it was a frankincense yes, but it was it was very earthy yes exactly. <laughs> um, I just realized that. And whatever it was, you cured male pattern baldness in both of them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, they don't have the same problems they used to have. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought you were very kind. Well, and again, you did more for Jordan than for Alan. Yeah. But well, that was kind. mostly learned. Yeah. I, I wanted, oh, for not I wanted to watch it. Yeah. I wanted oh, to watch it run yeah. down. <laughs> so it was a. Onto their beards. Part yeah. of it was, I didn't know. I thought the, the amount I yeah, did on would Alan run. would run down. But it just it does not. In. It soaks yeah. in. I mean, I sat and watched it just vanish on his head. It was the coolest. That's like amazing. The amount that it would take to run down your beard yeah. would be extraordinary. I mean, it would be. Yeah. And I don't know. Again, I'm like, I mean, they, they might have dry scalp. Well, that's what I was like. Is there, but, but I think that would just encourage more <laughs> moisturizing, not yeah. less. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, done it on what would it take? Less, less hair to soak in. <laughs> it definitely would have gone to mine. What would it take yeah. to, you know, I, and again, it would be different for different people, I assume. But, yeah. and, and I don't know, maybe there's something about, the way Jewish hair works. I don't know if there's mm. something different, but we're just a cast. Of oil. <laughs> yeah. Our, our, this was a significant amount Hard. of oil dumped. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, I think it's, I think it's, I, I was intrigued by it. And then to even get the feedback at the end of the day, like there, there was no hiding that he had been anointed. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. th- now that even brings the uncle's like whole conversation, like the uncle going. So what did, what did what Sammy, what smell? was the conversation about? And he's like, Oh, he told us we found the donkeys. Cricket, cricket. And, and his uncle going, that's, that's all you're going to share the, with me. That's the, it. That's all the we're going to yeah. put that on. You? <laughs> exactly. So anyway, it just has even a stronger you, sense of that. Do you trip and fall into some oil? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Is that what happened. Did you find some over by the luggage. Yeah. I, I think I've always, I think I've always pictured the, the uncle as some sort of bad guy in my, in my head. Whenever I've pictured this, I think that I've always had him being like, 
please tell us. Yeah. What, you know, that was, ex- that was entirely my instinct. I think at that, first as that's well. always been my instinct is to, is to hear him saying it in a sarcastic voice, which is not any reflection on my uncle. I was going to say, <laughs> tell us about your uncle experience. No, John. <laughs> that's not what, I don't know. It's, it's a, it, it, it I John think probably because his of uncles. his, because of his, no, I did. God bless him. Yeah. I, 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 my instinct was to see the uncle as, like I said, that he's the disapproving guy over there. Saul's dancing and singing and catches sight of his uncle. And he's like, Oh, uh, uh, you know, but, but I don't, I have no way of knowing that. Mm. And so, and then yeah. when I tried to look at the uncle from the other, the exact other perspective yeah. that worked too, Yep. of yep. the uncle going, I'm hopeful. Please, please. What's, like, what what's go? Everyone's waiting to hear all this big news from Samuel. And, and you, you talk just talked to, to Samuel. What's and you go- smell like frankincense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it felt to me by the time I was done more like the second. Well, I definitely, I, I love the, um, the picture of like taking from, uh, the encouragement there, you know, because the encouragement in the other direction is like, hey, even when someone's being a jerk to you, you need to tell them the good news. Right. But like, don't withhold the good news from people like this is good news. And we need to trust that God has given us good news. And in our own lives, I think that that was um, that that was really I, you know, I loved you using Stephen Curtis Chapman. That was hilarious. I was like, I haven't <laughs> thought about that song in forever. I don't know why you didn't go all the way to the so la 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 live out loud. <laughs> I mean, yep, la 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 live out loud. Um, yep. Anyway, um, and the and the part about um, him being undignified, like in the reference to. Um, his daughter, uh, like his later. daughter, when David was um, undignified like that, I think that, you know, if if we had had more time, I think we as Baptists could have sat in that a little bit longer mm. um, just because w- w- I, you know, I was always told um, growing up that when we're when we're in worship, we don't want to be a distraction to anybody else. Right. Somehow that turns really quickly into we are like we need to be proper like we need to be like it right. it, it matters mm. because of it's right to it's that. right to to well, hold yourself the, austere yes. to be like whatever and it's like no that that that's line, not true the the decision like i'm avoiding i'm trying to avoid being a distraction versus yeah. i'm trying to avoid feeling yeah. judged feeling I'm judged to avoid feeling something feeling yeah. foolish yeah like all of those things, it's like, nope, nope. Those are not the same thing. No, nope, mm. you you are not. And I know that, like, you know, for Lori, it's uh, um, we've we've talked about that a lot. That like her her impulse all the time, anytime she's around other women, is to feel judged. Mm. And it's like, yeah, we got it. We got to get rid of that. Like, oh. I don't know how to, but. I'm not the common. licensed professional counselor yeah, in the room say, or anything. That is pretty <clears throat> common. <clears throat> Chris. <clears throat> yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Just take, so then taking a step back from that. Our, I'll, tell, I'll tell Lori you wanted me to call. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. She's listening. This is taking a bad turn. <laughs> Jill, don't tell Lori. <laughs> we. The one who listens. Yeah. We were talking, but we were talking last week or week before, I guess, about 
kind of the character study that we get, you know, even starting yeah. off learning about Saul and how he interacts with the servant, how he interacts with the situation at hand. And now we get, an, you know, even more as the story unfolds, more of a vignette of, okay, this is the kind of man that, that Saul is and what he's, right. I don't know, what he's willing to share, what what he prioritizes, how he, maybe a fear of man. Mm. I don't know. And so I don't know what you guys get from that. Definitely insecurities. But yeah. And, and that, those, I know that will continue to unfold. Yeah, those insecurities drive a lot of his actions is what it seems like later. Mm. And there is, there's the mixed, you know, kind of question here. Is there a right humility? Mm -hmm. You know, like we get these glimpses of, yes. of Saul. Yeah, him saying that his tribe is the <clears throat> yep. humblest of, you know, tribes, that his clan is so small. Like that, I loved that. That was great. Yeah. And you get these rebukes of Samuel about the presence of a king, even here, even in this public thing, we're going to run into it again of like Samuel rebukes the people. Um, and says again that they have rejected their God and have said, set a king over us. Like, what a great inaugural speech. I mean, you yep. imagine going <laughs> to Washington with Nathan Moran and saying, <laughs> like, hey, we're so glad for this guy going into this appointment, except, hey, let me tell you of how this is a misstep with yep. the almighty God. Um, so you, you get this weird messaging, even from Samuel, again, publicly. Yeah. He's not declaring publicly like the oil. Now he's saying, let's cast lots. You know, this yeah, is, right. is this Samuel also distancing himself and saying, yep, this is not me choosing your king, prince, What, right, whatever right. title you go with, this isn't me. Let's cast lots so that it's clear to all of you, you've rejected your God and yet your God is still choosing to provide for you. Um, you know, is Samuel strategic here doing it at Mitzpah, um, where in chapter seven, we saw God as the source of salvation is he saying, yeah, let's go back to that place where God delivered his people. Let me remind them of how he brought him up out of Egypt and delivered again. And then yet in that you've rejected him. And what does he do? He continues to deliver you even through a king. <laughs> right. And so all, even with all this messaging at this place, with all these things, I mean, again, could it be that Saul's like, yeah, I, I, I have no ambition to be king. Uh, I'm, I don't think I am of quality or character or even maybe right. he's starting to be convinced by Samuel and saying, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be the one now mm -hmm. that represents this God's people in not rebellion, choosing him. Mm -hmm. And so he does. He, does he go and hide? Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I think I think we don't I don't think we have the right answer to know which side to land on fully. That's right. But I think that if we land on one side fully, that's probably the mistake. Um, I think it is supposed <laughs> to be created in tension. I think we're supposed to be reading, you know, the the good into Saul as well as the bad into Saul. Yep. Just like we would even when we reflect on our own lives. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, there's going to be some, we're going to see some obvious big missteps by Saul and they're going to be described as such, as such but it's going to still be uncomfortable for us because mm -hmm. it's still going to be, Saul is put into a very, very bad, a very tough, hard situation. Um, you know, he's going to handle it badly. If that's going to happen a couple times, at least he's going to mm -hmm. handle those situations. In fact, it feels at times like not even badly, just imperfectly. And so it's going to remind, at least it reminds me of Moses not going into the promised land 
because of what to me feels like Hmm. not a big deal. And so my, you know, I read about Moses hitting the rock the second time and I'm like, well, yeah, don't, that was bad. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. And then God says, you know what, because of your disobedience, you don't enter the promised land at this time. And like, wow, Mm -hmm. seems like a huge overreaction. That's how it feels to me. Right. And Saul's going to be put in some really tough spots, I think. (laughs) And, and he's going to handle them badly, imperfectly. And so I don't know whether to read like that Samuel has a much better insight into Saul's actual motivations Mm -hmm. that, that it's a bad situation. Yes. But Saul then is actually totally out of line. And Samuel knows through the inspiration of God, he's totally out of line. This isn't just imperfect. This is, this is direct rebellion. Mm, It's like a heart issue. Yeah. Well, and there is, I think the one that I'm thinking of, he gives Samuel a couple of chances to say why he did something. Yeah. And you mean give Saul a couple of chances? Sorry. Yeah. Samuel gives Saul a couple of chances to say why he actually did something and he just sticks to it. Yeah. And it's like, bro, <laughs> God knows your heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he already told me what you did. Don't, don't yeah, play now, that game here. Dude, let's hear it. Let's tell the whole story here. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. And he doesn't. Yeah, I definitely I've, I have a funny feeling. This is which is weird for me. A lot of times we'll study the the character, the biblical character study, and you know, we'll look through the person, and and I walk away with a a clearer, okay, this guy's just a weasel mm-hmm. mentality, and I'm already sensing kind of what I feel like after reading through these several times. What I feel like may happen to Samuel in this is that Samuel kind of loves Saul and yet is grieved by the fact that Saul's just not the man for the job. He's in over his head and he gets, he doesn't know how to handle moments. He's, he's insecure and impetuous. He makes foolish decisions and in some cases, bad ones. And it's just, but I'm find myself <clears throat> feeling more sorry for Saul and with this situation, he finds him in. Mm. It's a, it's a little bit like, it feels to me a little bit like, you know, nine guys in robes show up here in East Texas and, and then suddenly you're the president. <clears throat> and the next thing, Putin invades Europe. And Hooray! You're like, and you're like, oh, well, let's do this. And it goes badly. And, mm-hmm. oh, I can't believe you did that that way. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I'm right. doing. Like, Un- I'm, I'm, totally, I'm completely right. in over my head. I'm just trying to make stuff up here. I don't I know. I was planning on chasing donkeys for my whole life. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're going to get in this in this chapter, I think it's this mm-hmm. chapter or the next one is, is when he, it's like a year has passed. It's the next one, I guess it's, mm-hmm. it's when yeah. Cause it's when the really weird evil dudes show up the, the, uh, uh, actually kind of cousins of the Jewish people show up to take a city and say, yeah, we'll be happy to let you, sur- we're going to let you surrender if we can poke out all your right eyes and then we'll let you surrender. And it's like, what what and and then it says they go to saul and you know saul's coming in from the fields Mm -hmm. he's he's already been anointed king and he's now been chosen by lot to be king and so he's just you know gone back home and tending the fields and i don't is that okay is that how it's supposed to go it just that doesn't seem right that feels Mm -hmm. like he's hiding in the baggage again Mm. and then he comes out and has this weird again overreaction it feels like so it's just it's a it's a tough section Mm. going through this is tough it is it reminds me though that um this is also how david acts when he doesn't have jonathan 
Oh yeah. That's a good point. Like Saul didn't have anybody. I mean, like Mm -hmm. Samuel's not there. Right. Samuel's wandering around all the time. Samuel's going to do his ministry again. Yep. You know, he's not sitting by Saul saying, Hey, you need to be a King, not a farmer. Right. Well, um, and there's no palace that he's like, well, I'm going to, I guess I'll move to the palace. No, there's or, not even you know, a capital city. Which, you know, at least there's like that. That's again, that tension of like, I guess he's not raising taxes on everyone to build a palace somewhere. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's pretty nice. Yep. At least he's not, mm. you know, making everybody um, whatever. He's just a prince. Is well, but is he is he bad at looking after the donkeys? Is it his fault that the don- <laughs> that the donkeys are gone in the first place? Like, that, hey, that we don't have much insight into. He's a bad king. He might be a bad donkey. Or he yeah, might even be a bad. You're donkey. You're a terrible herder. farmer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it, it's it is. I, I I I've said this so many times. I know, but this is part of why I have confidence in scripture, not the mm. opposite. Is these are complex flawed, broken human beings who have these great moments of victory. They face down a, they face down an enemy. By the way, you, you want to hear something fun? The, the name. So there's a book out there called The Snake in Samuel. And so, um, you know, we've talked about the messianic storyline over and over again, the anointed one storyline. Mm-hmm. So in the Hebrew world, in the Hebrew world, the anointed one, the chosen one is the one who's going to stomp on the head of the serpent. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's what's being built. And so who's going to do this? We're anointing people whose job is to, at the subordinate level, to continue doing that. And so this is Nahash. Subordinate to Jesus. Right. Eventually, right. There's eventually going to be a last one. Yeah. And who that is. And uh, Nahash, the guy who he's going to face, his very first person he faces, allegedly means snake. And so the very first trial that Saul faces after being anointed is a snake. Yeah, I wonder if his name actually was Nahash. I don't know. That's that's what I was like. Welcome to No, we, we to know Hebrew him history. as Nahash. Right. Because you need to remember that there's snakes. That's right. Yeah, that's it. From an uh an otherwise unused word, serpent or snake. Mm. Um I don't know what that means, an otherwise unused word, but it says because it says serpent is used twenty four times. It's the word that's used for snake mm-hmm. or serpent. And so yeah. That's just, once again, so Saul gets anointed. He gets these three proofs of his anointing. And then his first real trial is a snake, a guy named whose name means snake. Interesting. Um, this is his first trial. And his first face down of the snake, he is victorious. Um, and then some people, which I, I, I don't know how far to let people reach on this stuff, but that, that then you have Goliath who's wearing head-to-toe scales. Mm-hmm is his second big challenge because the head. So, of, yeah. yeah, exactly. That someone else. Right. Cuts oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yes. Saul won't do it. Yeah. And so. Uh, <laughs> did you see the size of that guy? Yeah, exactly. So we've, we've got some amazing stuff to continue to unpack. And this mm-hmm, Sunday, what I'm going to try to do. And so I'd love to get just a quick thought from you guys. I want to unpack a little bit about Jesus as King Jesus as anointed one and then Jesus as the anointer. So immediate thoughts that come to mind when you hear about that, what comes to mind? I think, and from this passage, it's always intrigued me, the men of valor who God's, God has touched their hearts and they go with Saul. Okay. Because you have these, again, you have these two final kind of categories right at the end of the chapter. Mm, Saul goes home 
and you have these men of valor whose hearts have been touched by God who go with him. And then you have worthless fellows, right? Like it's clear that those who are at least taking the negative here, who are saying, how can this man save us? Even if in all practicality, they might be right. But he apparently, even with now that we have this anointed one from God, despite the people's hardness of hearts, you have some worthless fellows who don't go along with it. Mm. And it's, and yet in, in contrast to them, you have these men of valor who go alongside of Saul. And, and again, that just strikes me of, okay, now we, 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 let's repent. Let's look at the past and say, yep, we should have done this better. We Mm. shouldn't have called for a King. Samuel has clearly made that rebuke. Let's pick ourselves up. Let's learn from that. And then now what do we do? What is today's job? Well, then follow 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 Mm. the anointed one. Um, Even, even if it, you know, is, is marked with all of these uncertainties that we're talking about, even if the future seems to still be marked by uncertainties with him. Mm. Well, God said it. So apparently men of some men of valor are saying, okay, that's enough for me. I'll go along with it. Um, if we have anybody, uh, thinking about, um, I'm trying to remember the anointing of Jesus. So Holy spirit after the baptism, um, by John the Baptist coming down on Jesus is the anointing. That's one of them. Um, Mary, Mary anointing his feet with oil. That's kind of another anointing. You mentioned that Sunday too. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some version of, this is what's cool is there's that story, that Uh account. It's not the same. And so there's a debate over whether there's more than one occurrence of this. Whether or not that happens more than once. Um, But whether or not it's the same person who does it. Same person, same whatever. And so, but all four gospels have this, have the account of the woman, of a woman doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's uncommon Mm -hmm. to have a, have an account that Mm -hmm. is in all four gospels. Um, Was it, was it uncommon to anoint someone's feet with oil? I, I don't. I don't no, know if, okay. I don't know. Like, I'm, were you I'm going cur- to the to Jesus washing the disciples' feet as a, well, as a type of anointing? I don't. I don't know. Well, I, that's actually a good point. I was more just saying, is that so weird that that might be one of the reasons why it's in all four gospels? It's like, oh, and then this woman well put the fact oil that it was feet. Yeah, <laughs> the fact how it happened and who it was that was doing it is weird. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, there is a reason that the guy's like, what yeah. the he's heck let, he's is letting he letting her do, her do that for? Um, I, you know, she, he gets a bad rap because we all know. Mm. But but that is it wouldn't good. be weird that he didn't know. Mm. You know, that was that was a that, that was a strange thing and such a holy moment. Right. But that is an interesting thought process. Talk about too, being undignified Paul. when you're worshiping. Yeah. Yeah. No concern for what you think of me right now. That man right there, he needs perfume on his feet. Yep. And consider, this is one of the, when I struck this, when I taught this one time, it had not even crossed my mind. So so what is the, remember what the glory of woman is? Her hair. Her hair. Like this is, this is it. Like this is as extreme an act of worship. Mm-hmm. that she can come up with is to debase her hair. And let me just go ahead and feet. say 
How distracting <laughs> from the what was going on at the time. Like that is very unbaptist of her. <laughs> at least wait until he's was somewhere like, Where else. Are you going with this, but <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's something powerful about that. It's the right kind of distraction. It's the right kind of distraction. It's an, it's, she's not just and distracting, she's leading. Lord help us. Like let's mm. let's risk being distracting a little bit more than we are right now. Yeah, Sorry. we're probably not gonna fall too much into that in Sorry. most of the time. That's just a little Did you want to go back to good. any more of those questions that you were asking about the kingship and anointing? I think you asked one more question. Um, I think those were the main, and it's the anointer. The anointer, yes. Yeah, the anointer. And so is that where you're going? That was, so when Jesus washes all the disciples' feet, mm-hmm. you know, we get this very, you know, this this line where he's drawing, you know, kind of clearly in the sand and Peter goes a little bit off kilter with it. But the idea of unless I wash you, you have no part of me. Yeah, um, that's definitely a kind of that idea of like claiming. Nope. Yeah. E- even in this, uh, yep, I am anointed and this is what, the role of the anointer takes humility mm-hmm. to bow down and to wash your feet. And if you don't let me, then clearly you don't, yeah. you don't understand how it, what it looks like to share in the process of yeah. but then an he anointed did, one who came, who came to die and serve. Yeah. He did anoint it. If that's yeah. As an anointing, he anointed Judas. Um, Cause Judas was still there for that. Yeah. Yeah. And but then, but Judas that isn't was the there response, when, when the, um, that was the response to Peter afterwards too. Tongue of flame. Comes yeah, down. that's As right. Peter says, no, wash all of me then. And he yeah. says, no, Stop you have it. no need for a bath. All <laughs> yeah. of you are clean Except, and you are clean, yeah. though not every one of you. Yeah, yeah, not every one, one of you. That's one right. Of you. Yeah. But Judas isn't there for the uh, anointing of the Holy Spirit that comes at Pentecost. Nor at the communion, the, the creation of communion. Yeah, that's true. He's left by the time, as we will see on Wednesday. As we will see on Wednesday, those yeah. of you that are going to be able to make it to that, those of you that aren't because it ran out of space, we're so sorry. We're up around 400 people. Yeah, as yeah. she keeps saying she yes keeps to people. Saying yes no, to people. I'm stop. getting worried. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have seats. <laughs> I, I so appreciate that. about That is something that I, my heart totally gets, is like telling someone, no, you can't be a part no, of this. No, you can't be a part of this or whatever it's like. Mm. But and several of the staff have already what volunteered be, to yeah, no, I'm not going give now. up their sites, their spots. Um it's just <laughs> anyway, there's there's a lot. Um and this week is full um of uh, opportunities to uh, be reminded of what he has done and to be encouraged. So we'll hope you take them. That's right.